0: Hi, my name is Rachel Caree. I am a 48-years-old, grey-haired, curve model. I'm going to be your host for Out of the Bubble podcast. I started a new career aged 46, modelling, and over on social media, I found so many amazing, inspiring women over 40, who are really embracing midlife and leaving a trail of inspiration along the way, helping to break down the stereotypical middle age barriers. So I thought it would be fun to share them with you. This week's guest, we've got Melissa Talego. Melissa is the founder of Glamorax, which is a global which connects women all over the world who love to walk, hike and take adventures. And although she only started at the beginning of 2018, there's already over 1,200 women that have signed up, which is uh, an achievement. And I'm looking forward to finding out what it's all about. So thank you very much, Melissa, for joining us today.
1: You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Let's go back to the beginning how
0: your love for walking began before we get into glamour So how long have you been walking as a kind of sport hobby?
1: Not that long. I used to walk, but when my kids were little, it was more sort of a, a lesson in how many Haribos could I give out at any point, to try and encourage them to, <laughs> yeah. to walk. So I had a weekend free, I think it was about 2015. Um, and kids were away, husband was away, and I had a free weekend and I thought, you know what? Instead of going to a spa, I'm going to go to a hiking shop, buy some boots and a backpack and a waterproof jacket. And I'm going to walk a stretch of the North Yorkshire coast. Um, mm. And so I was very excited about my plan. And then the forecast was for horizontal wind and rain and amber warnings. But I thought, well, I don't care. I'm going to do it anyway. So I did. And I had this uh, cliff top path to myself, not another soul, because no one else was stupid enough to go out in the weather. I stayed in the hostel overnight in a shared room which I hadn't done in years and years and then the next day I walked back again and I just absolutely loved it it made me feel completely alive I just thought this is incredible um and I just thought I want to do more of it and so I started Hmm. to do more walking with my friends um and it just became slightly more of a regular occurrence
0: so how old were you at this point gosh uh, I'm
1: 45 now do the maths
0: (laughs) So having that, especially with young children, having that sense of freedom must have been liberating.
1: Yeah. So they had, they had, or well, they were sort of tweens at the stage, and just at that point where they really weren't too fussed about doing anything with me at all. So you know, i had oh. I'd done a lot of dragging them out to historic homes and that kind of thing, and they were kind of over it. And I thought, well, I can go and do something for me now. And, and I did. And it was just such a brilliant, liberating experience that I, I just wanted to do it more and more. And I didn't have any designs to become like a keen, ardent hiker or train something or take on incredible challenges. I just wanted to get out walking more.
0: And how did you fit that in? Because you're a really busy lady. You're running your own PR business, mum of two children. How did you fit start fitting in longer walks at weekends and taking, kind of forcing yourself to take that time out?
1: I would just put it in the diary. So I would say to my husband, right, I'm going to go away this weekend. Uh, can you be here for the kids? Because he works away from home a lot. So uh, he, you know, he was quite happy to come back and just sort of stay at home while I was desperate because I work at home. I was desperate to get out of the house. So I went off and I would just put it in into the calendar. And it's it it, it was easier because I worked for myself. I had the flexibility, uh, you know, I could do stuff if I if I was in a full time job, then of, you know, the, the things you do around the house you know, you, that you have to cram into a weekend. I had the, the luxury of being yeah. able to do that during the week. So my, my weekends then became freer.
0: So what tips could you give to other women to kind of learn to, to take that time out? Just making sure that you pencil it in the diary and stick to yeah, it. Yeah,
1: definitely. And also, if you can get someone to go with you, it's far more difficult to pull out them. Um, You know, I I love walking on my own and there's a real sense of liberation and slightly more adventurous when you go off on your own. And I know a lot of women don't actually like walking on their own. Uh, They find it uh, either scary or lonely. And I don't find it either of those things. But when you have someone else to walk with, it gives you company. It makes it slightly more fun. But also it makes you stick to your plan. You can't suddenly go, oh, I don't want to go anymore because you'll be letting that person down. So if you can find someone to go with, all the better.
0: So you started walking with friends.
1: And then from what
0: I've read, you've kind of done, you didn't just do little walks. you, You gradually built up to some really quite epic walks across the UK. Um, So how did, what
1: was the first longest distance that you did? The first one I did was the Coast to Coast, and that is 192 miles. Hmm. And I got the idea for that after reading um, a book called Wild, I don't know if you know it, by Cheryl Strayed. Um, And it was a story about a woman who had had a fairly rubbish life and decided she was going to walk the Pacific Crest Trail, which is a really, really long way in America, all on her own camping. Mm. Um, And it just, to me, sounded like the most amazing adventure. So I bought the Coast to Coast book, took a photograph of the book, put it on Facebook saying, does anyone want to do this with me? And my cousin, who lived in South Africa, said, I'll come. So she flew over (laughs) Well, fabulous. We decided to walk in together, and we had no idea what we were doing, but it was brilliant.
0: So then you go, you you do that. Um, which a lot of people would say, okay, we've achieved that. That's fantastic, and, and kind of leave it at that. You went on to then climbing Kilimanjaro, which is on one of my dream lists to do, um, but I don't think I'd ever have the the be brave enough to do it. But you went off and did it, which I think is really uh, amazing. I, I, what, what was the kind of inspiration to do that? Had you always wanted to no, do it?
1: I hadn't even been on my radar. So my friend um, fell off a horse a few years ago and broke her neck and she was she survived, but she was rescued by an air ambulance and the, her local air ambulance was doing this climb Kilimanjaro as a fundraiser and she wanted to do something uh, to give back. Mm. And another friend uh, of ours was turning 50 and she wanted to do something to celebrate her 50th. And so they said, do you want to come with me? And I couldn't think of a good reason why not. So I just said, sure. Yeah. Um, and just did it. Uh, it. It it was a challenge trying to get the training done because I live in York and the surrounding area is flat. Um, and I needed yeah. hills. And I looked like a complete idiot. Um, I used to go to Sutton Bank, the <laughs> one and only hill near me. And I used to... Um, hike with a full pack on my back and I used to have a mask that I put over my face that restricts your oxygen flow so that you could get used to walking yeah. at high altitude and so all these people would be out for their day stroll and there was me <laughs> <laughs> puffing my way with this oxygen mask thing on. Um, but it was the most incredible experience um, I loved every minute of Kilimanjaro except for probably the last half an hour on summit day which was supremely challenging but really worth it
0: what did you learn about yourself doing that so i would imagine there's quite a lot of soul searching when you're doing such a big challenge i learned
1: like that. that if you keep a positive mental attitude you can do anything and the minute you start doubting mm. yourself you will fail and it is as simple as that um i've been riddled with a uh, sort of uh, lack of self-belief and low self-esteem for probably most of my life Uh, But I decided on this, that I was going to do it. I was going to get to the top and there was not for one second going to be a thing where I thought I can't do this. So quite early on, there were people doing the walk. We were in a big group of 25 and there were people who started moaning. Oh, I'm tired or I feel a bit sick or I'm really feeling the altitude. And they, funnily enough, didn't make it and every time i felt the symptoms of um altitude sickness and you know sort of breathlessness or anything like that i just told myself this is your body's natural response to it it's normal you just keep on going and you'll get there and it'll be fine and it made the world yeah. a difference i didn't have any sort of really severe symptoms i got there it was absolutely brutal and exhausting but i did it and and i think that yeah. is what i learned is that if you if you focus on the positive you can do it.
0: So, do you think that's really that experience has changed you from that point in your whole outlook and your self confidence? I think
1: it has. Um, it, and it wasn't that I set out with that intention. I just came back thinking, of course, I can do that. And yeah, you know, people say, "Oh my goodness, you can't Kilimanjaro," but it's like really, it wasn't that big a deal. It was hard, but it felt like yeah, just something that was that you can go and do. And I think my whole thing with setting up Glamorax was to try and help other women realize that just because you've been doing whatever it is you've been doing for however many years, whether it's a career or being a stay-at-home mum or raising kids or looking after elderly parents or whatever it is, you get stuck in a rut rut, and you get shoehorned into this way of thinking that you can't challenge yourself. And for some people going for a walk is the challenge for, for others going for a walk with someone they don't know is a challenge for someone else. It's going for a multi-day walk is the challenge for someone else. It's wild camping. Mm. It doesn't matter what the thing is. If it's pushing you out of your comfort zone, then it's a challenge. And all I would say is start small and keep on going.
0: Yeah, I completely, I can completely relate to that because the women that I've been talking to for the podcast have also the same thing. It's starting to do just that one. It's taking that one yeah. step. To do something small, and then you just build on it, don't you? Which is what you've obviously done through your walking. You've been building slowly yeah. the momentum of everything that you've been doing to this point of then getting the idea yeah, of Glamrock.
1: Exactly. And so Glamrock happened by accident. It wasn't something again that I planned. I sound like a complete crazy woman who just lets life happen to her, but I didn't plan it. I. Um, Because my background was in uh, public relations, I saw a press opportunity that said I'd like to talk to women about walking. So I put myself forward saying, yeah, I walk regularly and they wanted to um, interview me and they were going to do a big double page spread on me and my walking that i did and with my pr yeah. hat on i was like i can't waste this pr opportunity it's ridiculous I, you know like it's, it's just mad yeah. and i've been thinking for a while that it would be great to have some kind of community that got more women out walking because the glamorax the original glamorax were my friends the mums at the school gate and the reason the name is glamorax is because they're not your typical hikers they are sort of quite glamorous women business women uh we go out for cocktails and i see them all dressed up and so if, you know, I got them into hiking gear and I just gave them a nickname saying, well, you're wearing anorex, but you're really glamorous. So you're glamorax. Um, yes. Perfect. And then I, um, I thought, well, if I'm getting these women out and we're all having a great time, what if I just extended it and said, who else wants to, to go out walking? And so that's when I set it up. Purely off the back of having a press opportunity, I had no plan for it, (laughs) no, nothing really. It just sort of happened. So, I take it you've been quite surprised by what a positive response you've had to it. Yeah, it has been quite overwhelming. It started in 2017, it only started as a Facebook page sort of group originally. It was just Facebook, and I sort of encouraged people to share pictures of where they went walking and if they wanted to find people to go walking with. And I found that people were um, having a hard time finding other people near them because Facebook didn't allow them to search. So I did some research. I thought, well, I'll create an app, but it was going to cost me like 60,000 pounds. And I was like, funnily enough, I don't have 60,000 pounds. So I um, found a tool that you can use that enables communities to find other people near them. Uh, And so that was this year in sort of March time, I moved people off the Facebook group onto this new platform. The Facebook group still runs, uh, so people can use either. But the the, the platform now is if you're on your mobile phone and you look on the Glamorax sort of app, you can search for members near me and we'll show you who's near you. And then you can connect with people who've got similar interests. So if you're a beginner walker, You can find other beginner walkers near you. Or if you're a complete adventure seeker, you can find people like that. Um, And the whole aim of it is purely to encourage people to set up their own walks. Uh, It's not like on this day, we're going to be having a walk from this location. It's more, hey, guys, I'm going to go walking in the North Yorkshire Moors this weekend. Is anyone free and want to join me? And then they can find other people to go walking with. And what has been incredible is the number of people who join and they all say the same thing they say I want to go walking but I haven't got anyone to go with or none of my other friends are interested or my husband doesn't want to or I've moved to a new area and I don't know anyone um, and I just feel as though I want to try something new or I want to get fit it's the same kind of messages that come out time and time again and it's Mm. just been fantastic for me to see that it is around the world I mean it started in the UK it's obviously where it is largely based because i'm based here yeah but there are people in america and new zealand and hong kong and south africa and all over um and i'd love to get those communities growing and the aim is just i mean if i went there was a woman who came from london and went to Hong Kong on a business trip, hooked up with someone in Hong Kong. They went for a hike in the Hong Kong Hills while she was on her business trip and then came back. And that to me is Where? exactly what I want it to be.
0: What's the average age of
1: um, uh, There is, I would say probably mid 40s is the average age. Um, There is no Mm. age limit. Anyone can join. But typically there are other groups that are aimed at younger sort of 20 and 30 somethings that are slightly freer. Sort of the Ramblers is an organization that I know that they're changing, but they typically have an older demographic. Whereas this is just the bit Mm. in the middle, sort of 35 plus, typically in their 40s and 50s and early 60s.
0: Which is actually the the, the age Group, I think that often gets left behind that kind of middle aged yeah. group. So it's refreshing to have this kind of group together working. I think it's fantastic. Quite a lot of women, I, I think, would relate to this more because a lot of people are scared of starting a new exercise, either going to a gym or throwing themselves in a swimming pool. Whereas walking, it's a bit more relatable, yeah. isn't it? It's, a, it's an easier thing to start. What kind of equipment do you recommend people if they want to go
1: out walking tomorrow? What do they what are the basics? If are they they're used? going to be walking in a sort of urban environment or just in their local park or something like that, honestly, just a pair of trainers and a, a warm layers, basically, and, and a waterproof jacket is probably all you need. If you're going to go yeah. out and do slightly more uh, sort of off the beaten track type of walks, any of the sort of sort of national trails or you know, sort of country footpaths, things like that. You're probably going to need a good pair of boots. You can start with something reasonably affordable if you want to just give it a try, and you're not sure if you're going to commit to it. It's funny people think that walking is a very uh, cheap, free kind of exercise, and it is. But as soon as you start looking at the gear, you can get quite carried. Mm. Um, but honestly, a pair of a pair of boots, uh, ideally waterproof because in this country, it's wet and muddy. (laughs) If if you want some basics, I mean, a pair of um, either leggings, like warmer leggings for winter, but uh, just some leggings or or walking trousers. Uh, You can get waterproof outers if you're likely to go out in the rain if you're going to be a fair weather walker not necessary and then layers i find if you've got layers of sort of a base layer and then a, like a fleece and then a, a waterproof jacket or an outer jacket that's going to help you um because you can then adjust it depending on which season you're walking in uh, mm-hmm. a little backpack uh, again doesn't have to be big or expensive but just something you can carry your lunch in and um, a nice woolly hat um, and and <laughs> ideally if you're going to go out somewhere um that you haven't been before and it's not an obvious way marked path then you should take an ordnance survey map with you um or with someone who knows yeah. where they are going you see that's the thing that puts me off because I love walking I've got a dog I walk
0: out every day but longer walks my my sense of navigation is absolutely useless am I right in thinking of Glamorax. you actually do events where people can go and learn a bit more about yeah yeah
1: so I team up uh with with a bunch of different um, walking groups and companies and one of them is a chap in the Yorkshire Dales and he runs navigation courses I did his uh, straight to silver course where they teach you first of all how to read a map and then how to get more advanced and actually read the land so you you can look for valleys and dips and things and figure out where you are I'm still no expert Mm. but it it does give you a little sense of confidence but I don't want people to get put off and think oh well I can't read a map so I'm not going to go walking Honestly, yeah. there, there are so many walks that you can do that you can just Google and download. Um, and you can easily print off the directions and they say at the style turn left and then go there and you know it's so mm. it, it is very very doable and the other thing you can invest in for anyone who wants to go walking more is um Ordnance Survey have got an amazing app that you put on your phone and you just plot your route before you go and then as you're walking it'll tell you if you're going off off track
0: yeah that's yeah. clever that was I, I like the sound of that one <laughs> <laughs> I could manage that I think. <laughs> where does your drive come because you're already running a successful business on a family home and now you've got glamour acts to, to contend with where does your kind of inner drive come from because it's a lot of work isn't it
1: i have no idea i i don't know i'm i'm from south africa originally and i think maybe we're just a bit i don't know <laughs> just, you just go out and do things i'm just one of those people that doesn't like to sit still um i mean right now actually i'm going through i'm in the process of Separating from my husband. I am selling my house, right. buying a new house. I have finally um, managed to, I've got a job and I'm moving back into full time employment. So I'm giving up my normal marketing mm. business, but I'm keeping Glamour Acts going. So it is a juggling act, yeah? yeah. And I'm doing all of it at the same time. But it's just for me when I it's, we're coming towards uh, the end of the year now, and I if I look back over the course of the year, if I look through my my photo scroll, I want to have a, have a look and see lots of things that I've done and places that I've visited and places that I've walked. If I look back over a year and I haven't done anything, I sort of feel like it's a waste. And so for me, yeah. it's the drive I suppose comes from. I want to make sure that every year I'm making the most of it and packing it full of you know things that will make a really good story at the end of the day rather than just another day in front of Netflix yeah it's
0: about the experiences isn't it what would you go back and tell your younger self
1: I would say dump that idiot boyfriend when you're in your early 20s and go on a massive gap year and do a lot more of this adventuring because you're so much more capable than you think you are honestly it's taken me years and years and years to realize that I can go and do this and I I mean it first started when I was 36 and I had my sons were three and five and I decided on the spur of the moment that I'd had enough of doing the laundry and I signed up to do the clipper around the world yacht race and I sailed from Hull to Rio for six weeks 18 strangers on a boat and I think that was the sort of the thing that really sort of gave me my kickstart I thought I can do this i can do what i want um and then i had a gap again of not doing anything exciting and then i started doing my walking and since then i've just thought well just say yes and try things but you know yeah what's the worst that can happen
0: <laughs> what well yeah exactly and you don't know what's what will come from everything that you do do you you don't know what it leads to so doing something different you you might find that you get talking to somebody on a walk that wants to go off and do a slightly different adventure or a a wild camp out and then you you find yourself with a different group of women and it kind of I can imagine it opens up a whole it does, will but it also, women.
1: more than anything, it puts your life in perspective. I have never been on a walk with Glamorax where I haven't been absolutely sort of jaw on the floor, astounded at some of the life stories that I hear, you know, the things that they've going through, mm. the challenges that they've faced, what they're doing, you know, how they're feeling. And it just sort of puts your own life in perspective and you go, gosh, I've actually got it really easy compared to what a lot of people have. And I think it's, it's yeah. so... Um, humbling to hear their stories and so interesting to hear their stories and I, you leave with a sense of being connected like we're all in this together.
0: That's one of the reasons why I wanted to set the podcast up is, is women supporting each other and hearing from lots of different women doing different achievements. It's inspiring and it helps motivate and set seeds in different people which I think is really important because we are stronger together when, we're, when we all help each other. What advice could you offer to women who might have an idea in the head but might be lacking confidence in taking that first step to get it going in business or a plan in life. Just
1: do it. Honestly, say yes and figure out the details later. Um, that's the only Mm. thing I can say you don't have to know how to do everything I didn't know how to sail across an ocean and I didn't know how to climb a mountain and I didn't know how to set up a business and I didn't know how to set up a global community for women who walk and I still don't even know how to read a map properly Mm. but it doesn't matter it's just about start and you can figure it out and be honest with whoever you're doing it with that you you don't know everything but you're there to try and learn And, and people can't argue with that really are you really ambitious do you have big plans
0: glamor Sorry, are you just going with the flow
1: i'm a go go with
0: the flow person definitely and what about walks do you have plans for, for longer walks adventures that you still on your bucket list of oh places my goodness. to do i've got
1: such a long bucket list at the moment i have to focus on <laughs> my next year is going to be all about moving house, starting a new life basically and getting back into full-time employment. So Mm. I imagine it's going to have an impact on how many adventures I can go and do. And I've sort of resigned myself to that. I mean, this year's adventures coming up is going to be, redirection of my life but i have got so many i mean i'd love to the one that's been on my list forever and ever and ever is the inca trail i really want to do that Oh yes i'd love to walk a stretch of the uh the great wall of china you know lots of people talk about doing the Camino de santiago in spain and portugal uh that's on my list Mm. um there's just so many honestly (laughs) i'm sure you'll do them at some point i'm sure you'll get them ticked off i hope
0: so last three questions uh, what song motivates you or piece of music do you have a go-to song that gets you going
1: well it's it's probably not a sort of uplifting uh sort of piece of music but the piece of music that really makes me feel like heart bursting is uh Elgar's Nimrod um classical piece of music and I've always loved it but mm. when I was climbing Kilimanjaro I was walking along on a day on my own and battling with the lack of oxygen and I looked up and as I looked up the clouds cleared and the mountain sort of the peak hove into view and at the same time this piece of music came onto my my headphones and it was just the most awe-inspiring incredible moment and I just thought wow I'm actually here I'm actually doing this." and the music is so soaring that it lifts me up so now whenever I'm in a beautiful place and I need that little pick-me-up that's my my go-to piece
0: lovely what about a book that inspires you I know you'd mentioned Wild is that one of them
1: that was definitely the book that got me started um in getting into the walking bug and this sort of tapped into my sense of adventure so I would definitely have that one on my list um there's another one right now called uh, raw uh, R O Celia Ahern uh, and it's a, a collection hmm. of 30 short stories about women and finding their inner inner strength and I think that's a really really good book as well.
0: Oh that sounds really good I shall look that one up.
1: And um, who inspires you? Honestly anybody who is prepared there's, there's no one person I don't think but anyone who's prepared to just try uh, things I think, you know, I, there's some of the mums who are at school, at my kids' school, they were four mums in their in their um, 40s and 50s who rode across the Atlantic two years ago, you know, and they were oh, fantastic. They didn't know what they were doing. Uh, they had every reason to say no, but they said yes and did it anyway. So I think anybody who is prepared to just say, yeah, OK, I'll give that a try. And it doesn't have to be rowing the Atlantic or, or climbing Everest. It can just be something that is, is a challenge for them and they're prepared to give it a go I think that's it that I find inspiring.
0: Likewise that's amazing but I think there's a real kind of at the moment there seems to be a real surge of hearing some fabulous stories of midlife women that are really taking life by the hands and, and going for it and just going out there and doing it and it for me it's refreshing because we're so kind of bombarded by stereotypical Ageist kind of portrayal of midlife, forties and fifties by the media, but it's lovely to hear these stories from people like you and from people like the the women that did the 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 rowing. That people are getting out there and we're not just sat at home saying goodbye to our children as they go off to university and that's it. Yeah, you know, it's
1: funny because I think that unless I mean, there's some women in their twenties now who are far more confident than I think I ever was when I was in my twenties, and they seem to be far more out there doing great things, but. I think women Hmm. in their 20s, um, like, I certainly wasn't that. I was trying to get on, like, develop a career. And then I had kids, and my whole life was dedicated to trying to survive on as little sleep as I could. And... Um, mm-hmm. and so and then now I'm getting to the point where I can finally step into who I want to be and so to me it's the yeah. polar opposite of sort of retreating into you know, a dark corner it's like sod that I'm out there now this is <laughs> yeah this is my time yeah exactly so yeah I'm, yeah I'm all about just getting out there and having a go
0: well I wish you all the luck of the world for next Thanks. year on your whole life journey Um, and I will be looking looking out for your next adventures and seeing what you get up to Thank you so much for talking to me this week. And I really hope you've inspired some women listening to dig out their walking boots and go out and get some fresh air. If you'd like to find out more, you can visit glamorax.com or you can follow Melissa on Instagram at GlamourAx and Twitter, Melissa Tolego. And I'll put all the details on the end of the show notes. And thank you very, very much. You're Melissa. welcome. Thank you for having me. That's all for this week. I'll be back in a fortnight when I will be joined by the super stylish Nikki Hamilton-Jones. Nikki is the founder of NHJ Style. She's also a celebrity stylist and some might remember her from the Channel 4 programme 10 Years Younger. So I think I better plan my outfit before I go and meet her. Thank you for listening to this week's Out of the Bubble. And I hope it's left you feeling inspired. I'd love to hear from you. Who inspires you and why? Please get in touch. You can contact me via my website, rachelperumodel.com or leave a message on the Anchor app. And if you're listening via iTunes, don't forget you can leave feedback. In the meantime, keep being
1: fabulous.